Oh, yeah, let's get it rolling. Let's get it rolling. Rolling to Vegas are the Kansas City Chiefs. It is yet another postseason victory Monday. And I had planned on wearing my Jet Chip Wasp shirt today, and I forgot. And I see that Josh is wearing his Jet Chip Wasp shirt today. I got us covered. And I'm wearing my Super Bowl shirt that I got in Miami when the Chiefs were getting ready to play the 49ers. That's L-I-V. Oh, that's when they beat the 49ers? Little did I know Little that did when you know. I bought this shirt mm-hmm. that I would wear it three more times. Woo! Representing the Chiefs going to the Super Bowl on a Monday. You see, I've worn the same shirt slash uh, pullover every Friday since the Christmas Day game. Wow. The same one. And I've worn this shirt Uh every Monday after the Super Bowl or after the AFC Championship game since the first one when I got this in Miami. I love the thought process. But I was thinking about wearing Jet Chip Wasp. My son woke up this morning, put on his Chiefs and 49ers Super Bowl shirt. Yes! <laughs> Chiefs versus 49ers. He was like, Dad, I got that shirt already. Said, rematch, baby. Bring it on. To hell with anybody that doubted these Chiefs. Yeah. To hell with anybody that didn't think they would go to Baltimore and win. Idiots. Now, for full disclosure, you and I picked the Ravens to win. Yeah, we did. I picked them 26-24. And we said, what percentage? And I said, 51-49. Yeah. Percentage confidence in that would happen. 50-50 game. It here is something that will never happen again. Mm-hmm. Is me picking against the Chiefs in the playoffs. My record in picking the Chiefs in the playoffs <laughs> is 13-4. and four. My record when picking the Chiefs games straight up, win or losing in the playoffs, is 13-4. and four. I feel really good about that record. Great record. Don't feel great about doubting Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. Not that I doubted Patrick Mahomes. I didn't doubt Patrick Mahomes. Just thought, and I wouldn't bet on I bet on the Chiefs. We were very clear about this. I bet on the Chiefs. Very clear about this. My wallet was perfectly fine betting on the Chiefs yesterday. We did we did not bet against Patrick Mahomes. We did not bet against the Kansas City Chiefs. We We just provided a little bulletin board material. A little nobody believes in us. Trying to do our part. You're welcome. Grab a mother bleeping row, everybody. Grab an oar. Let's row. Chiefs Kingdom, let's row. If you didn't grab an oar, the hell out. If you pick the Chiefs to win, you don't believe. I'm trying to help here, okay? Call me Justin Tucker. Mm-hmm. Call me Mallet, whatever his first name is. Mm-hmm. I have no idea what his name is. Don't need it. Got hit with a mallet is what he did. Damn right. Right across the face. Smack. Got hit with an MVS punch. Bang! Bleeped around and found out. Bleeped around before the game. Oh, we're going to be the bullies. Oh, we're going to bully you. We're going to come into your warm-up. Try to play a mind game. We're going to say you put your pants on the same as everybody else. I'm going to act like I got... A camera in your room to see how you put your pants on. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's creepy. I'm creepy as hell. I watch you put your pants on, Patrick, and I know for a fact you do it the same as everybody else. Oh, we're going to push you around. We're going to punk you. We're going to make the same mistake the Bengals made last year. Mm. We're going to act like we are the tougher team. We're going to act like we can intimidate 
the dynastic Chiefs. We're going to act like we can intimidate the competitive prick and Travis Kelsey, who was on a mission to piss everybody off this year, including Jack Cochran and his own defense in <laughs> training camp. You're going to bully them around? That's the team you're going to go in and say, we're going to prove how tough we are. Well, guess what? What? You woke up today the same as the Bengals who left Burrowhead last year. Tail between their legs, all sad and bleep at the post-game press conference. All sniffling. We, we, we were going it to... It, it's tough, man. It's tough. Tough. You thought you were going to bully the Chiefs? You thought you were going to intimidate the Super Bowl champs? Foolish. You intimidated them to personal foul after personal foul, to fumble, to fumble, to interception, to panic, to not running the football, genius Munkin. Oh, you intimidated your ass right on to Cancun. One, two, three turnovers, Cancun. Enjoy it. Enjoy it. I did my part. Josh, you did his par- your part. You're welcome. Dylan, the hell out of here. You picked the Chiefs to win. You are not trying to help this team. It, listen, Dylan, it was selfish what Very. you did, oh, but I'm, I understand. I'm going to be right. Also, look, he's new here. We had to put a little skin on the, on the game here. Come on. This is Dylan. for us putting our necks out. Dylan, next year don't let it happen again. Next year, you're picking whoever the Chiefs play in the AFC Championship game. And oh, you'll be wrong. We dominated the 49ers. Oh, we beat down the Dolphins. You know who the Chiefs are? The 49ers and the Dolphins. You know who the Ravens are? Who nobody thought they were but the Chiefs. And they didn't let them off the hook. Ten points, Lamar. Ten. A ten. A ten. A bleeping ten. Ten. What was your favorite Millette uh, karma moment? Was it the blowing the coverage against MVS or getting sent into another universe by Rasheed Rice? (laughs) Well, here's the thing. I love both of them. My favorite was getting sent to another universe by Rasheed Rice because Millette wanted to take on the entire secondary and then wanted to throw a punch at Jalen Watson. And then woke up thinking he was in, uh, he was at the Super Bowl, I think. He thought he was already <laughs> That's in right. Vegas. That's right. He woke up like, where am I? I could have, sw- how are we losing? I could have sworn we were going to bully Ray this Lewis? team. <laughs> oh, it's great. They they brought everybody. They brought Ray Lewis. They oh. brought Terrell Suggs. They oh. didn't bring their offense, though. The only Arthur I respect is an aardvark. I like how Terrell Suggs wore his chief Super Bowl ring out there. <laughs> That's what I like to imagine. The Chiefs should bring him out in Vegas. No. I will say that. No, he- keep his ass in Baltimore. <laughs> you chose your side. He didn't even wear a Baltimore anything. There wasn't yeah. a, a shred of Baltimore clothing on him, which is wild because it's like, they invited you. I know you played for the Chiefs, but you kind of throw that to the, to yeah. the side just a bit for a day. Now you picked your horse. Right on out of here with that horse. Right on into the sunset like Jared Allen when he retired. Right on out. You picked your horse. You rode that horse right to a loss, baby. Right to a loss. Ravens are going to dominate the Chiefs. 
Ravens are going to destroy the Chiefs. We've ne- we haven't seen a team like the Ravens in a long time. This might be the best collection of players we have ever seen. I did my part. I sent the audio of me saying 26-24 Ravens with a 50 per- 51% confidence rate yep. to Travis Kelsey and Patrick Mahomes. Yep. I texted him. Hey, guys, what's up? Yo. Here's just something that somebody said, in case you didn't know. I sent my prediction to Kadarius Tony, so I'm not actually sure that it got there. But he saw it. You mean Kadarius Reynolds for the Lions? No, I don't want to make fun of the Lions. I can't. Josh Tony. I can't do it. I don't have the heart or the kneecaps. The Chiefs are gettable. Yeah. This is the year. Uh-huh. The Chiefs are no longer the Chiefs. The window's closed. Well, they just busted through it. They climbed through the window. Like Debo. Or like MVS. And Smokey. Like MVS tweeted after the game. They went and robbed M&T Bank. Oh. Mr. January. Marquez Valdez Scantling. And then Donovan Smith dropping a mic. <laughs> live. Showing the video of Roquan Smith at the post-game press conference live when he was in the locker room. Donovan Smith in the locker room, IG Live, and then turning the camera to show Roquan Smith on the TV. Oh, he's sad. Oh, he's sad, isn't he? Oh, he's sad, isn't he? Oh, talking all that. Bloop. Now look at him. Oh, you're sad, aren't you? Oh. You might want to bleep it out, though, if you Yeah, I didn't even try to download it, Dylan. I don't know if you hadn't heard it yet. I think, I think that's I one. That. Hey, look, it's I, worth I, watching for also. My eyes. I for your eyes? For yeah, yeah, you, eyes. Don't, you go it. watch it. You can, you can find it on my uh, Twitter account. Well, you can find a lot of things on that I retweeted. I was just... Second best use of Instagram Live from a Chiefs player yesterday. I, I, it might have been the first. I'm going to make it one. I'm going <laughs> to say it's the one. the absolute best. I will tell you this moving forward. I don't care if it's a rebuilding year or a down year. Yeah. There's no doubting this team moving forward for me. I will pick the Chiefs to beat the 49ers today, tomorrow, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday as well. Neither of those teams that played last night are beating this team. Yes. Neither of those teams that played last night are beating this team. This is what a down year looks like. This is what an organization looks like when top to bottom, they know what they're doing. From the owner to the front office executives to the head coach, to the assistant coaches, to the GOAT quarterback, to the GOAT tight end, to players stepping up. To the GOAT of the offense this season, Marquez Valdez-Scantling, lowercase G-O-A-T, all the way through. 100%. 100%. An MVS, there's a playoff MVS. Yep. And there's a playoff Travis Kelsey. Woo! Because that man went 11 for 11 yesterday. 11 targets, 11 catches, 116 yards. And let me tell you, three of those catches were brilliant. Brilliant. Maybe the most forgotten play of yesterday that I, you know, uh, going back this morning and going back through my notes just so I can remember things that took place early in the game. The stones of Andy Reid, fourth and two at the Baltimore 42-yard line. Not to just punt it. 
or attempt a you know 60-yard field goal. To go for it, knowing you would be giving a short field to the Ravens that the defense just got a three and out. Mm-hmm. Your offense was driving. Unfortunately, you started at your own 13-yard line. So all the yards you picked up, you know, you would have already been in field goal range if you didn't start at the 13. Hell of a kick. But at fourth and two, the throw from Mahomes on the run to Kelsey, who was guarded, and Kelsey making that. We've seen Kelsey drop passes this year, uncharacteristically. He dropped three of them against the Dolphins. Easy catches. And when he caught that pass, I wish I could have rewound to Friday and said, I'm picking the Chiefs. Mm -hmm. That catch there told me this game's different. Because that wasn't an easy catch. And quite frankly, we've seen Travis drop some contested catches this year. We've seen him drop some uncontested catches. We've seen him drop those too. And that was before he caught the touchdown on the back shoulder falling um, into the end zone. That was before the diving catch on third down when the Chiefs got the final three points that they scored. (laughs) The 15th, 16th, and 17th points um, when Mahomes, you know, through that got. Took a wicked hit below the knees. Another uncalled roughing the passer. Mm -hmm. Oh, Mahomes gets all the roughing the passer calls. Well, he got two legit roughing the passer calls, and he had two that weren't called. That hit at the knees, and the other one, when apparently he's a contortionist. Unbelievable. And is going to play the role of put him in a suitcase in Oceans 15. He'll be in uh, Cirque du Soleil. Absolutely. Next weekend, actually. Oceans 15 is for Patrick Mahomes. I like that. He'll be the contortionist that you put in the suitcase and you he opens up the suitcase in the safe. And Bobby Strout, by the way, Stroop Strout, I apologize. Stroop, Stroop, I think. I think it's Stroop, mm-hmm. yeah, my bad. Maybe the best marketing video you could put out there ever was that video that he released. You are what you do. Yeah. And people are like, what, take a sack? <laughs> That's some douche Ravens fan. I'm pretty sure he got sacked there. I think. I I'm think, pretty sure he missed the point. I think Bobby's Who's been able to. Told you you're a jackass. He's been on, he's been on a victory lap tour for a little bit now of just like <laughs> watching Patrick Mahomes' lower body move yeah. at angles that lower bodies don't move in, and it's like wow, what an incredible, what incredible luck and just incredible tendons to survive that moment. And like, here's a workout that Patrick Mahomes is doing in 2012 to make sure his ankles can flex in all directions. What, Bobby? That fourth down and two catch changed my entire mindset. The the three and out, first of all. Mm-hmm. The three and out. And then followed by the fourth and two catch. I thought, uh-oh. Uh-oh in a good way. Mm-hmm. Nice. Ravens fans were the opposite. Yep. And I think that they felt that way. I was watching the Texans game, and tale of two halves, because they looked and felt in that stadium the same way we did yesterday after the first half. Mm-hmm. It's just we finished the game. Yep. Because we're, we've been there. Yep. And and I said to my son, I'm like, this this is gonna be a different game, Bo. Like this that catch right there tells me all I need to know about Kelsey and Mahomes in this game. Mahomes on the run, put it in a if you Zach Morris paused time mm-hmm. and walked over with the football and placed it where you wanted it to be, would be exactly where he threw that. I think it was Orlovsky who tweeted it out because he's already got the all 22 and the different angles and stuff. Have you, have you seen the Orlovsky? I haven't seen oh my goodness. much of it. I was listening to you. I saw it this morning. The, I was the tweeting. Orlovsky's this morning. I'll find the link and send it to you so you can watch it in the break. That throw was incredible in the broadcast. I just went and watched it again. Watching the view that Orlovsky has on it, it doesn't make any sense. It's unbelievable. He's in a full sprint away from Jadavia and Clowney. 
he puts that thing on a rope that is not immediately evident from the broadcast view. It's point A to point B. It's a perfect pass. Yeah. And it is, as you already alluded to, the third most impressive Mahomes to Kelsey play of the day. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah, and it was fourth and two, and Andy Reid had to make the decision, let's go for it. Later on in the night, people would be talking about how bad fourth down decisions were. Yeah, that's happened. Um, but Andy Reid, I love that he went for it. I was really nervous. Me <laughs> he, too, man. I'm like, oh, he's going for it. Hell yeah. Man, I hope, oh, please get this. Please yeah. get this. And they did. And for as much as we talk about, you know, when we've started this, talking about the Chiefs overall and then pointing out some of the bigger plays there along the way, the best unit on the field was the Chiefs defense. Hands down. The four units on the field, five including Chris Jones, the four <laughs> units on the field was the Chiefs defense. The best. They bottled Lamar up. They didn't give him running lanes. They locked down in the secondary. It's one of the things that, that we talked about that I liked as an advantage for the Chiefs, that if the Chiefs were going to win, it's because of Spag's faith in the secondary yep. and how good those guys can be that if you focus on the run, keeping Lamar in the pocket, and allow your secondary to be your secondary, they can limit this offense. I didn't think they would limit it to 10 points, no. but they could limit this offense. They were absolutely brilliant. 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 And I don't care if I'm, well, you know, uh, the, the Ravens turned the ball over three times. What, 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 did they hand it to the Chiefs? Did they, did they fumble a snap and the Chiefs fell on it? Was the guy running free and then dropped the ball at the one-yard line and let, you know, to celebrate? Like, I'm pretty sure Charles Aminahu beat Ronnie Stanley. For as much as people have talked about aging Donovan Smith, Ronnie Stanley's cooked. He beats Ronnie Stanley. Congrats to Aminahu. We'll hear from him on the field. He's playing against uh, the 49ers in the Super Bowl. According to our sources, Charles Aminahu. Yeah. And Aaron Ladd with a great get yes. on the field. And Aaron Ladd and Harold Coons were doing some work uh, last night. Uh, we've got some sound from them, courtesy of them. They did uh, great work last night. Um, and, you know, get back safely, guys. Um, but... This defense, in a, a minute who, beating Stanley, strip-sacking, Karloftis recovering the fumble. They recovered a fumble. They got a fumble. Hell freaking yeah. And Legereus Sneed, I mean, how many plays after uh, Zay Flowers effed around and found out? Like one like a or few? two? The next, the next play? Two plays later? Dives for the end zone, and Legereus Need punches it out at the half-yard line. The half-yard line punches it out, and Trip McDuffie recovers it. It was the fourth play after. So four plays later, he the, found out. By the way, the play before that, Legereus Need forced a fumble, but a quick whistle blew it dead. That's true. That, that was, a, that was the point. I completely forgot about that it. Was a, like these notes. That was a fumble. Wow. That was a fumble, the quick whistle, because, you know, but whatever. It worked out. Whatever. It, it worked out. And they get that. And then Lamar Jackson throws into double coverage, triple coverage. He thought it was double coverage because, you know, he said after the game, well, I saw the two guys down there. Mm. Well, there's your problem. Well, count again. <laughs> One, two, <-hoo. laughs> three, three. 
I hope you get that reference, Josh. I was going to start doing uh, the count from Sesame no. Street. So one, ah, two, ah, ah. three. Defenders. Ah, ah, ah. Dion Bush steps in. Dion Bush, man, steps in for an injured Mike Edwards and goes and intercepts the ball. It was just a phenomenal game. It was a blast to watch, and there is something nostalgic about growing up in the 90s and watching a defense do that. Mm. And winning a game the way that we all thought those Marty Schottenheimer 90s teams would win a game. 17-10, to 10, you get a couple of scores, you get a field goal, and you just keep them at arm's length, and you just suffocate. You take the running game away from them because they're down by two scores, so they start to panic a little bit. You also take the running game away from them because you're damn good in, in, you know, uh, in being able to stop the run the few times they attempted those. And you just suffocate them. And this defense, we've talked about it, easily the best defense Patrick Mahomes has had in his time. And we've discussed the Patriots and Tom Brady, how they have won Super Bowls. And it's like, man... It'd be nice if Patrick Mahomes doesn't have to go mm-hmm. out there and score 30 points every freaking game to go and win a Super Bowl. I mean, Brady would score. Brady won a Super Bowl 13 to 3 against right. the Rams. Right. I mean, come on. Those Tom Brady game winning drives were field goals. I mean, it, like he did, yeah, and he's had some amazing against the Falcons. They had to put points on the board. He's won different ways. But we talked how nice it would be if. The Chiefs didn't have to, and the offense didn't have to go and get 30 points every single game. And they didn't. Their first two drives was enough. Their first two drives of the game was enough. They outscored the Ravens by four points in their first two drives. And here's what's encouraging about the Chiefs and playing the 49ers, is that the last two games the Chiefs have shown you multiple ways to win. They've had to outscore the Buffalo Bills when they only ran 47 plays, and they were minus 14 in time of possession, which, Josh, you loved. Love time of possession. And then this game, they ran 73 plays for 17 points, and they were plus 15 in time of possession. Almost like it doesn't matter. They won different ways. Yep. Suffocating, back and forth game, play the game script, the script that the NFL sent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> play the game script, and Mahomes... Taking a sack in the second to last possession instead of forcing something when you're up 10 points still. Take the sack and and let your defense get back out there again and win the game. Score a couple of bo- turn red zones into touchdowns, which they did. Get another field goal on the board. Do what you can and let the defense just simply go out there and be the defense. It was an impressive game. And according to DVOA, and Aaron Schatz, the two best games the Chiefs have played, according to DVOA this year, are the Bills and Ravens. It's amazing. The fifth best game they played this year was the Dolphins. Three of their top five games in DVOA was the playoffs. And we wondered if they could flip a switch. I don't know that they flipped a switch or something happened uh, with uh, the Christmas Day, or they just slowly built into this, and then you take it up a notch, sense of urgency. Take it up a notch, take it up a notch, take it up a notch. And they've done that. And the Ravens didn't match the Chiefs. The Ravens came out with false bravado, puffing their chest. The Ravens were the guys that walked out before the game not wearing a shirt in (laughs) zero-degree weather 
And then when they come out, they're wearing the turtleneck and the shirts and everything. See, it's not cold. It's not cold. Then go out there and don't wear pads or a shirt. But no, you went back in, put pads on and put an undershirt on. It is cold. You're faking it. It's fake tough stuff. The Chiefs were the bullies. The Chiefs were the more physical team. The Chiefs were the tougher team because toughness isn't just, well, I'm going to try to hit you after the whistle. Toughness is keeping your head, keeping your composure when everything is crumbling around you. That's the toughness that the Chiefs have showed time and time again. And I'll be damned if somebody doubts this team again. (laughs) I'm going to do my part. Niners 50, Chiefs nothing. You're welcome, America. Take a timeout. We'll come back. I do want to open the phone lines. We'll take your phone calls. A lot of sound that I want to hear. We'll hear from Field Yates coming up at noon. We will um, hear from Andy Reid today as well. Mick Schaefer joins us more zone right after this. All right, we continue right here on Sports Radio 810 WHB. Jason Anderson, Josh Briscoe, Dylan Michaels, victory Monday for the Chiefs. They head back to the Super Bowl four out of five. <laughs> I can't even say it without thinking how absurd it is. Four out of five. This team is going to the Super Bowl. They got a chance to win three out of five years winning the Super Bowl. It's unthinkable. It's impossible. It's the thing I had to yell at the beginning of postgame last night, and it's the thing... I don't know if you also go through this, or if this is just my own sort of neuroses, where, like, if I... I, I will quadruple check a thing that doesn't seem quite right just yeah. before I say it on the radio. Because sometimes it just it's out and now I, I don't want to put out bad info. I'll say dumb stuff all day. But like factually speaking, I don't want to say something straight up wrong. I opened the show last night with my notes saying for the fourth time in five years the Kansas City Chiefs are going to the Super Bowl. I had the Chiefs playoff history pro football reference page on the other side of my screen making sure that I would gotten that right because I saw somebody else tweet it and then I double-checked it and then I wrote it down and then I triple-checked it. And then this morning when the Chiefs tweeted out we're going to our fourth or our fifth Super Bowl or fourth Super Bowl in five years, I, I saw that and was like relieved. Like, oh, well, the Chiefs tweeted it. It's got to be true <laughs> because it just feels impossible. That's unbelievable. I mean, Jason Kelsey on the field last night was wrong. He said this is their fourth Super Bowl in six years. I mean, technically he's wrong, but, it, <laughs> right. but you can also say it's their fourth Super Bowl in 20 years. Right, right, right. <laughs> it's, it's their fourth in five years. It's six um, AFC championship games every single year. Patrick Mahomes starts. What are we doing? It's unbelievable. I mentioned uh, DVOA, the Chiefs, and um, their two best uh, games in DVOA this year came in the last two weeks against the Bills <laughs> and against the Ravens. I mean, think about that. Their best two games, according to DVOA, what? are the last two weeks that they've played in the division. On the road, by the way. Yeah. Can't, wait, can't wait to see Mahomes go on the road. Yeah. Um, the uh, the last two weeks, that's what it's been. Um, they didn't score in the second half. <laughs> according to DVOA, the 2023 Ravens and the 2007 Patriots are both among the five greatest NFL teams of all time. They both held their opponents to 17 points. They both lost that game. Wow. Because Spags was on the other side. Wow. Greatest offenses and their defense held the other team to only 17 points. 
and they still lost because they couldn't get to 17 because Spags is a genius. Here's Steve Spagnolo on the field with Harold Coots uh, last night after the game. Um, Harold uh, was was on his game last night, yeah. man. Uh, here you go on the field with Harold Coots. Uh, how the defense pulled it off is how they started. It was all about the players. They got we've got. I've told you this before. We've got the the highest number of most passionate, cerebral players I've ever been around, and they take a game plan and they work it. And I'm so proud of them. Couldn't tell. You. I'm, I'm so happy. What went into this game plan, man? I mean, this was ah, just a lot of grit. Yeah, I mean, that's a serious, serious offense over there. That quarterback, I don't think I would want to play against him again. Very scary. They did a great job. Great offensive coach, great team. But our guys stepped up, kept making plays, and here we are. What's the feel to see that shirt that says, in Spags, we trust? I, 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 was, I was humbled and embarrassed, to be quite honest with you. Uh, but those guys had fun with it, so thank God we ended up doing well because I would have felt really bad if we didn't. Another Super Bowl. How's it feel? Yeah, great. I'll kind of suck this in for a little while, but then we go back to work, and these things aren't good going to unless you win them, so we're going to go try to find a way to win it. Steve Spagnuolo um, has now tied Dick LeBeau for the most Super Bowl appearances as a defensive coordinator with five. Wow. Dick LeBeau with Pittsburgh and Cincinnati went to five. Uh, Steve Spagnuolo with the Giants and the Chiefs have gone to five. Um, and has yet has a chance to what would be win his one, two, three, fourth. Fourth, I think, yeah. Yeah, to go uh, four and, um, and one in those uh, Super Bowls with his five trips to the Super Bowl as the defensive coordinator. I mean, it's just uh, in Spags we trust. I will be owning that shirt. Please, Justin um, Reed tweeted that he's going to find a way to get the original like out there. I think tomorrow. So hold yeah. tight. Don't buy from the link bots on Twitter, everybody. No, don't. If do it's it. a if it's a scammy account, don't buy them. Give it time. But man, what else could you possibly ask for? As a as a schemer, as a teacher, as a talent evaluator, and then as a guy and a leader, also as a older coach is about the same age as Andy Reid, who's probably not going to go be a head coach again. I think it was Robert Mays who tweeted today that behind Mahomes and trading up to get him, that landing Steve Spagnuolo might have been the second most important piece of this Chiefs dynasty. Now that's Hill and Kelsey predate mm-hmm. Mahomes, so you can kind of cut that line off wherever you want. Yeah, Obviously, so does Andy Reid. But in terms of what Andy Reid did from 2017 on, I don't know that you can overstate what Steve Spagnuolo has done to this team. It's unfathomable. 913-3810-810. We'll try to get to as many calls as we can, but we've got a lot of stuff to uh, get to as the Chiefs are heading back to the Super Bowl. Jerry uh, leading us off here in the zone on this uh, Victory Monday. Jerry, go right ahead. What's on your mind, sir? Happy Victory Monday, guys. And to you as well, Jerry. I uh, Once I started listening to you guys, I had no desire to bust your chops at all. I already <laughs> called Dylan last night and thanked him for picking the Chiefs. He said, you're the fifth caller. Do you want to talk? And I said, no, I don't want to talk to nobody. I just wanted to call and thank you for the Chiefs <laughs> as I did. He's like, I'm going down with the ship. Hey, so you know what? You should have thanked us. We're, yeah. we, we offered the motivation. Well, here's, here's where my thanks comes in. Because of your bad pick, I, I asked, I prayed that De Jesus wouldn't hold it against you as a sin. So you guys are clear. I, I love you guys big time. I follow the, the zone and the border patrol. Stephen St. John had it right on the money. But I, my, my story of this game, there were like three parts to it of the, the saga, and each part has two people involved. The first is redemption. The second is poetic justice. And the third is overrated whiners. (laughs) (laughs) 
first one is uh, Nick Allegretti and MVS, man, mm-hmm. Stories of Redemption. That's awesome. The second part, Poetic Justice, Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey. What else could it be? The overrated whiners, you know it's got to be Lamar Jackson and Zay Flowers. That just blew my mind what happened to them guys. And uh, I thought it was really cool that Legereus was able to get his touchdown back by making somebody else lose theirs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Isn't that so cool? There you go. Yeah, that's right. You guys, you guys got everything covered. I appreciate yeah. you letting me have my time, and all is forgiven. Just ask <laughs> say, hey, Zeus. <laughs> Jerry, I appreciate it. And Thanks, nobody Jerry. nobody on this show will say DeJesus without saying DeJesus. Awesome. I mean, come on. If I had that gear, I'd go to it. And gone, DeJesus. And gone, Kadarius Tony. Ding, ding. <laughs> 913-3810-810. Let's bring in Rodney to the conversation here on Sports Radio 810 WHB. Rodney, how you feeling? Go right ahead, man. My voice is slowly recovering. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> and... I, I, I got three points into this game. Yeah, go ahead. And with me being a, a football person, football guy, so shout out to Soran Petro for me getting that title. Nice. Um, I'm watching this uh, game, and I'm like, I don't think anybody understood what Andy Reid was doing. I think Andy Reid executed his game, game plan to perfection. I think he executed to perfection. He planned on he's not scoring no more than 17 points if he don't have to. The one thing Lamar Jackson have a problem with and that Baltimore Ravens has a problem with is coming back from behind. They are not built to come back from behind. If they have the lead, they just want to run the ball viciously and eat the clock up. When do we ever see an Andy Reid team who's in a close game like this have a running back with 25 carries? They was not trying to score. They were just trying to eat the clock up. He has an elite defense. We gonna, he played off a of Steve Spagnola defense. If Lamar Jackson would have scored, look how easy it was for him to get down the field. That was just a late mess to say, well, we could have scored if we wanted to. Hmm. We just chose not to. (laughs) Y'all did us a favor. We just ate the clock up. But but just for a message for anybody who who sees football, I could have scored if I wanted to. We just chose not to. Because look at the concept they were playing. Short passes, run the ball. We've been begging all year long. All the all of us offensive guys have been begging all year long. You play cover. You have a single high safety or have a zero cover blitz coming at Patrick Mahomes. He's going to tear you apart. He got single high the whole entire game, and he was just itching at it. Andy Reid looked at all of it. He's going to slip up, so they better hope they don't score because we're going to put ten more points on them just for the heck of it. Four scoring that seven points. So if they had a chance to score, if they wouldn't see. My, my second point is, two years Dave Merritt is gone. So and somebody's going to throw the somebody's going to throw the bank at Dave Merritt and he's gone. How many? How deep is that secondary room? He's uh, he's he's pretty awesome as well, and I I I just think that uh, he and his wife should have more kids. That's like, all I'm saying. Just, uh, exactly. Maybe maybe adopt a junior high kid. That's he, a great idea. Because he, he talked about his kids while they're in high school, Rodney. That he wants to make sure he's there for them to get through high school. He's got a junior and a freshman. He needs to adopt maybe like a sixth grader, or seventh grader. I mean, there's a lot of kids looking for a for a great home to marry. Something <laughs> <laughs> we got a toddler. <laughs> we can adopt. Come on. That right there, like, that shows the depth of that defense. For sure. And my last point, because of the depth of that defense, I think Steve Spagnuolo is hiding Felix. He has no reason for him to come on the field. He's hiding him. Because when he was on the field, especially against Chicago, he was a disruptor. He was a very good disruptor. He said, I, I don't need to press him. 
He just like put, put him in the same position as like Patrick Mahomes. I, hey, you sit for a year and you come back when we when we get you in next year. You sit you sit down on the bench for a year. You watch Chris Jones. You watch George. You watch Charles. You watch the hard work of Mike Dana. Because you're going to be playing all over this defensive line. Learn. Next year, you're going to be on the field. They hiding Felix because they know what he's capable of. And this defense is so ridiculously deep. Drew Tranquil, dear God, he earned a contract. He mm-hmm. earned it. Yep. And so, to, so at this point, I feel bad for uh, – it's a good feel bad, but Brett Veach is going to have one hell of a offseason and one hell of a, a lot of decisions to make. Because it just got difficult. Mm-hmm. That, that defense has got real difficult getting young. But I'm going to go off there and let you see there. Rodney, I appreciate the phone call, man. 913-3810-810. One of the things I'm going to ask Field Yates is, uh, does he think one day Brett Veach will be considered for executive of the year? <laughs> can we, hey, can we ask him if Steve Spagnuolo might be assistant coach of the year candidate anytime soon? I mean, Brett Veach has <laughs> such a good point. helped build this team to four out of five Super Bowls. <laughs> And it's about time that, you know, he can shed the, well, you know, the best players on this team are John Dorsey. I mean, John Dorsey drafted Chris Jones, Travis Kelsey, and Patrick Mahomes. Cool. What about the other 50 players that played in this postseason? The other 50 players that played in this postseason is the front office with Brett Veach as the GM. That defense, Brett Veach traded Tyreek Hill and said, we are going to build the defense. We're going to build the defense. Did he make a mistake in maybe thinking the, uh, uh, the, 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 the skill position players were good enough this year? I've talked about it before. I don't think the plan was for the Chiefs to go into this season with the skill position players. I think the plan was for Chris Jones to sign long-term, and the money they saved that they could push some of that money back would go to maybe a DeAndre Hopkins or somebody else. He we'll talked he- about it last night. Yeah, yeah we'll it's hear from Brett Beach talking about it as well. Um, but I think one day he might be considered for executive of the year. Because um, like, like Howie Roseman deserves to win a couple of them. It, um, you know, probably every year he should, des- he should uh, win executive of the year. Because you know, he went to the Super Bowl and lost last year. You went, you went to the exact same destination. <laughs> no, it's okay because we're taking similar paths, but we're getting the same place, which is, look, man, Brett Veach isn't perfect. There have been decisions that he has made. There have been times that the team's hands have been tied or whatever. Being a perfect general manager is literally impossible, and if you want to want to learn more about that, go ahead and go look at the uh, Philadelphia Eagles defensive depth chart, particularly kind of how it went the last six or eight weeks of the season. Just go go poke around. That that that's a that that general manager has been crowned as a god. I'm telling you, man. That team destroys the draft. They are killer. Howie Roseman is awesome. I mean, one of his best offensive weapons was a seventh round running back. He had two different fourth round cornerbacks uh, making plays. Yeah. He had a seventh round offensive lineman fill in for an all pro guard that was there. The one time he traded up, that player was an all pro in a second season. Second season all pro. But in never the, gets to pick high, never has high picks, even from other teams. In the second round, he found a wide receiver that is 70 yards away from breaking the record for receiving yards in a postseason by a rookie and is 15 yards away from breaking the record for yards after catch in a postseason by a rookie. He found that guy in the second round. He found a pretty good uh, linebacker, pretty good offensive lineman, uh, a right guard in the sixth round. Um, Left uh, tackle combo this season of a kind of retread journeyman and a rookie forced into action. Both played well. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, Howie Um, Roseman's incredible. I can't believe Howie Roseman did all these things. Killing it. Since 2018, your GMs of the year, executives of the year are Chris Ballard, 
<laughs> John Lynch, who lost to the Chiefs. Brandon Bean, who lost to the Chiefs. Bill Belichick oh. in 2021 for some reason. Really? Howie Roseman, that lost to the Chiefs. And Brad Holmes for the Lions, that would have lost to the Chiefs yep. had they played in a couple of weeks. But they did beat the Chiefs in week one. Without the guys that John Dorsey drafted. There it is. There it is. You take Chris Jones and Travis Kelsey away, then Brett Veach can't beat Brad Holmes. If only if only John Dorsey had drafted Kadarius Tony. Damn it. Then we could really claim That'd it. That would be awesome. That would be awesome. Maybe one day he'll get consideration. We'll take a timeout. We'll come back. More zone next. All right, wrapping up this hour. We'll continue taking your phone calls. 913-3810-810. A lot of text coming in. Ton to get through and um, and go through, but uh, we'll try to uh, do that here in the show. We'll talk with Field Eats coming up at noon as and well. And we got two weeks to do it. We'll make some time, everybody. <laughs> we will make some time. You have a couple weeks to continue talking about this game, this dynasty, Woo! this run by the Chiefs. Four out of five. They are heading back to the Super Bowl. And just unbelievable. Unbelievable. Here real quick is a stat from uh, ESPN this morning. Uh-huh. Best point differentials in the AFC. This might have been last night. The Dolphins, plus 105, eliminated by the Chiefs. Bills, plus 140, eliminated by the Chiefs. Ravens, plus 203, eliminated by the Chiefs. Chiefs, plus 77. Little engine it could. We'll get into a little bit more of that, too. We've been talking about DVOA, just how impressive this run is for the Chiefs. More is it. So, next.